0: everybody welcome back to at the root Um, this is my third episode for those of you who have never listened before my name is andrew and this podcast is for those who want to talk about the serious issues or some of the heavy topics that either society or other people tend to shy away from um, in a world of crazy pop culture. Um, you know, I, I've, I personally wanted this podcast to be a spot and a space where we could open up, um, maybe you guys could learn a little bit of my own story, a little bit from me, and then hopefully down the line I can start to learn things from you guys. Um, sorry that there's a little bit of a delay in this week's episode, um, just kind of gearing up for the holiday. And I took some time off to really make sure that the next topic I wanted to talk about was one that I really believed in um, and one that I think that needs to be discussed, and that is going to be forgiveness. It's the big F word that people tend to have negative connotations for um, because we think that forgiveness is too hard Um, or it's there's things that are unforgivable, which is certainly true. Um, But I think that there is a difference between forgiveness and forgetting. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, So I hope that everybody is comfortable. I hope that everybody has had a great Labor Day. Um, I myself, it was a beautiful day here in Texas. Um, Not too hot, not too cold. Um, I've started, well, I've been going to the gym for about over a month now, five days a week, um, which has been really, really lovely. Um, But without further ado, I want to go ahead and get this started. Um, So go ahead and grab your snack, like I always say, your coffee. If you're driving, like always, please make sure that you are remaining safe. Um, And without further ado, let's dive into today's topic, which will be forgiveness. All right, guys, welcome again to episode three. Before we get started, I just wanted to preface this by saying everybody goes through their own journey of forgiveness, whether it's forgiving the person who cut you off in traffic this morning, or whether it's somebody who caused a lot of trauma in your life, Um, everybody's definition of forgiveness is going to be different. And so I wanted to start off by just kind of outlining that that maybe my, my story or, or what I have to say about it, maybe it's not always going to align with everybody's viewpoints. But I do hope that at the end of the day, by talking about it, we start to engage in that conversation. Uh, because I think in today's world, there is a really easy propensity to just believe what you have to say and not really want to listen to anybody else, or believe that not everybody has a spot at the table, um, so to speak. But I think that the more that we can continue to listen and and learn from each other, I think that ultimately makes the world a better place. Also, I have my tea here, so if you hear me taking a a sip, that's what that is. I just wanted to make sure I let you guys know. So if you hear that, that's what that is as well. Um, Speaking of which, let me take a quick drink. Okay, so let's talk about forgiveness. And I think the first place to start when we when we're discussing this um, this topic is let's first define what forgiveness is. So according to the Webster dictionary, forgiveness is defined as the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. For example, she is quick to ask forgiveness when she has overstepped the line. Now, like I mentioned before, forgiveness is going to mean different things to different people. And I think that it's really important to identify that there is a significant difference between forgiveness and forgetting. I think that it's, it's much easier for us as humans to forgive someone than it is to us, for us to forget what that person has done. Um, and so I also have another definition that I wanted to go over. Um, so this one is from the Greater Good Science Center. And it states that psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Now, I really like this one um, because I think it really kind of outlines the whole purpose of this episode. And that is that uh, we have to make the conscious decision to forgive somebody. Um, whether that's a friend, a family member, um, a coworker, really anybody. I think that we have to start by consciously identifying what it is that that person has done, how it's upset us, why we are responding to it the way that we are, and then taking that next step to ultimately, hopefully, forgive them. Um, and so I wanted to, after all that, I wanted to, to kind of briefly talk about Um, something that I have personally experienced in terms of forgiveness and why it was so difficult for me to start to go through the forgiveness process. And it's something that I, I still experience every single day. I have started to go back to therapy for the last two months, really as part of this. Um, so I just kind of want to briefly go over that, um, and then from there kind of talk about things that I've learned um, both through therapy, through just living my life, through talking to people that I trusted around me. Um, So I guess that's that's kind of where I'll start. So I know we're about seven minutes into this and kind of just getting started, but I wanted to go ahead and give that background first. Okay, so thinking back to kind of the biggest moment of forgiveness in my life that I'm still kind of dealing with is trauma that was caused by um, some people that I trusted in my life. Um, And this I'll kind of briefly go over it. Um, I'm hoping to kind of go deeper into these issues in later episodes as you guys will come to find out and listen to. Um, But in a nutshell. So, so kind of growing up, I experienced a lot of inadvertent and conscious uh, trauma and abuse at the hands of parental figures in my life, or people who I associated as being parents. Um, so, in my life, my dad really hasn't been much in the picture since I was a kid. um, Shortly after I was born, um, you know, him and and my mom kind of went their own ways. And I really hadn't ever talked to this person uh, for the greater majority of my life. And it really hasn't been until recently that um, I've started to, I, I guess, semi talk to this person um, I've really, through therapy, learned to set boundaries as well. Um, so I try to maintain those. Um, and So as such, it's kind of one of those things where when somebody hasn't had a very present spot in your life, it's hard and it's almost impossible to accept the fact that that person wants to walk back into your life for whatever reason. Um, but for me, it's been really difficult kind of dealing with this trauma of things that have happened to me when I was a kid. Um, like I said, I can go deeper into that, into other episodes. Um, but a lot of trauma growing up at the hands of kind of his absence and then leaving me with somebody who would... would be defined as a narcissist um, and would be defined as selfish um, in many ways. Um, So kind of leaving me to my own devices to grow up in that environment caused a lot of internal and external trauma. Uh, Not, and, and, and later on, you know, having a stepdad in the picture who, I never really connected with um, in much of a sense, uh, just because just total opposite personalities. Um, And really, we just never had anything to connect upon, nor was he around a lot because he through his job um, traveled a ton. So he was hardly ever home. Um, But through that, I also had two other brothers. And so, you know, I, I, at seven, eight years old, already had lived a life of trauma, um, and then was trying to figure myself out in a situation where I didn't really feel comfortable talking to anybody. Um, And I think this, this, in terms of forgiveness, really goes back to, I made the conscious decision about well, I guess starting about a year ago, um, but really got uh, into it much more, I would say in the last maybe six months um, of going through this process of what does it mean for me to forgive these people for the trauma that they've caused in my life? Um, You know, what what can I do that I have the power over to make sure that these people who caused this trauma will no longer be able to have that power over me. And and, and it's important to also state that I've still not forgotten the trauma that's happened. But through going through therapy and through looking into kind of my own introspection, I've come to this point where I have forgiven them um, for what they have done. But I'm still at a point where I don't know if we will ever be able to have a relationship um, more than just kind of cordial. Um, I've pretty much blocked them on everything at this point um, just kind of because I had to do it for my own mental health. um, And I had to kind of take them out of the equation to deal with my own trauma. Um, and, And I really give big props to my therapist, um, who has really helped me in numerous ways, kind of get to the root of why I felt the way that I did, why it's not my job to be their parent, and why it's not my duty to always have to be the adult in this situation, and that it's okay for me to feel the way that I feel. So. And that's that's something that i think could really benefit a lot of people in terms of going through this process of forgiveness if you have the access and the ability to go to therapy even if it's informal or even if it's with somebody who you trust let me tell you as somebody who has really gone and, and, and done it and taken it to heart. And I still continue to do it to this day. It really is immeasurable how much help and how much assistance and how much support. Just having somebody else to listen to what you've gone through or what you're going through in an unbiased way to also help you kind of take those issues apart and really get to the bottom of why it is that you feel the way that you do it's it's provided so much insight for me and it's something that i am completely and forever grateful for and blessed that i have the opportunity to do and i would encourage everybody in some capacity to go into some sort of therapy even if you think that everything is fine I think we as humans often hold on and harbor a lot of issues that we don't like to talk about, especially as men. We're kind of taught to keep everything under wraps and not talk about our feelings, not talk about issues and just kind of pretend that they aren't there. Um, But the problem with that sort of mentality is then it festers and it festers inside your mind, it festers inside your heart and then you start to build resentments Um, You start to to build impatience for people and for humans and for, you know, you lose a lot of the zest for life and a lot of the interest for doing things that you once loved to do. Um, So I would always recommend for anybody and everybody to get yourself into some sort of therapy. Like I said, even if it's informal with a friend or with somebody that you really trust to help you through these issues, you're going to quickly start to realize that you're not alone as you might think you are. Um, But I mean, I digress on that. But um, I just figured I would also point that out. But kind of in relation again, to my own life, you know, my my parents have caused so much trauma in my life, Um, consciously, subconsciously, from an early age, you know, being told that you don't really matter, your parent doesn't really have the capacity to deal with you, um, you kind of fall through the cracks. And as the, the oldest of my my mom's and her ex-husband's kids, uh, you know, I, I don't have any full-blood siblings. So all of my siblings are half-blood, um, f- pretty much through my mom on, on her ex husbands side, and then my dad on his side of the family, um, which also causes a lot of internal issues. Because I know growing up, I had to consistently forgive the bad behaviors that my parent would exhibit, um, usually at the hands of alcohol. And anybody who's dealt with an alcoholic parent knows that it's not an easy thing to have to go through. Um, I know I can recall many times hiding boxes of beer cans in my closet just to make sure that that alcohol wasn't drank all at one time. Because if you have ever lived or experienced or dealt with somebody who suffers from alcoholism, you know that it's like the tale of two personalities where their, their regular personality, their sober personality, is one thing and then as soon as they start to drink it's like a Jekyll and Hyde situation where all of a sudden they become somebody totally different um, so my my path to forgiveness has really kind of been a winding road full of obstacles full of ravines and mountains and and holes in the ground that I had to build a bridge and get over with um, so to speak um, but you know, not having active parents in your life. For most people, they think that that's a great thing. That having absentee parents gave you all the freedom in the world to do and be whatever you wanted to be. Um, and and I will say, you know, there is this aspect of. For me, I just always had an independent personality, so I really didn't care what anybody else thought of. Who I knew I was, what I wanted from life, uh, but also on the flip side, having an absentee parent causes its own set of trauma, which is, you you, f- at least from my perspective, you suffer with your own trauma, for the majority of your life, and it's it's almost like when you try to verbalize it to these these parental figures, it's almost as if they don't have any capacity to even try to start dealing with it because you're always going to be seen as the liar. the, the trauma was never as bad as you say it was, um, that you're crazy, uh, that they were excellent parents and there's nothing that you can say that's gonna change that mind or that mindset. Um, so, you know, going through therapy and, and really Getting to the root cause of why I have such built-up resentment and trauma towards my parents that Has really taught me that at the end of the day. It really had nothing to do with me If if somebody is in your life and maybe they only have the capacity To be awful, you know, I I've, I always go back to this Medea um, little skit that I saw on youtube one time and in it she talks about how you have to be very careful with putting lifetime expectations on seasonal people. And I think that's really important, especially when it comes to dealing with this grand scope of forgiveness. Um, Because I think as humans, because we're wired as social creatures, it's really easy for us to kind of get emotionally attached and want to have certain people in our lives for our entire lives. And sometimes other people just aren't capable of that. Sometimes, like she, like she also mentions, you know, she uses the, the moniker of a tree. And, you know, some, some of the people in our lives are like the leaves, where when the wind blows, they're over here. And then when the wind blows the other direction, they're over there. It's, it's incredibly unstable. And then at the end of the season, the leaves die and fall away. And I think that sometimes we as humans tend to fall into the trap of putting lifetime expectations on those seasonal people, especially. You know, and she goes on to, to mention, you also have to be careful about the branches because those are the type of people who appear to have that support for you. But when you're out on a limb, so to speak, and that, and that branch breaks, they're gone. And so, you really have to be careful about those kind of people. But if you're able to find those roots of the tree and find yourself two, three, or four people who are going to be there and have your back no matter what, um, you know, those are the people that you want to hold on to. But those are also the people who are the hardest to find. Um, so, I always kind of go back to this, especially when it comes to my own battle with forgiveness. In trying to consciously decide am i willing to forgive these people for all the trauma that they've caused and for a long time in my life i wasn't willing to do that i was i was so angry and so so sad and so enraged by the sheer idea of thinking about them and the the things and the trauma that they caused that i wasn't ready i wasn't ready to to forgive those people And it wasn't really until maybe about six months ago where I started this process of, you know, I'm finally 31, I'm in my 30s, and I thought about it long and hard about do I want to hold on to all of this weight, all these monkeys on my back, all of these chains of trauma that have held me down for so long? Do I still deserve it to myself? And to, to those who really care about me around me, do I, do I owe it to them? Or do I, is it justifiable for me to consistently still make excuses for it and to, to walk around with this stuff, um, and this trauma while they are off living their own lives and, and not really ever really caring to think about it? And what I found, especially through my own therapy sessions, is that it was never, it was never my trauma to begin with and what i mean by this is yes i was the one that experienced it but it's not my job to consistently walk around with it um and, and it i had to come to terms with that and i had to say you know what this trauma is real this trauma is what i experienced it's the truth it's it's reality but that doesn't mean that every single day I need to wake up and say, you know what? This happened to me when I was 12 years old, but I'm still mad about it, and, and now it's impeding my ability to be happy in my own life. And that's something that my therapist has challenged me a lot on, especially as of late. And, and that's where the whole, like, you know, blocking these people on social media sites and stuff really came into play, because by eliminating their ability to get to you, I think that's the first step in really coming to terms with Forgiving these these people for what they've caused but never forgetting never never forgetting that You know what your trauma is valid. Your trauma is real um, but it's you from from my personal perspective, I've become so much happier and so much more interested in pursuing hobbies and loving life when I decided to finally put an end to it and say, you know what? I am blocking these people consciously. I'm not allowing them to have any power over myself, my mental stability, my spiritual self, um, and, and I am moving on from this. And so that's what I did. I blocked them, and, and ever since then, I don't really worry about it, Um, you know, and and I could go into more detail in later episodes about the specific trauma, Um, but I really wanted this episode to kind of be a general view of forgiveness and how important it is just for you as a person to go through your own process of letting go of that energy, understanding that that trauma that you experienced was not your fault. It was not your, it's not like you went out and you said I want to be traumatized today. Oftentimes, that was another person making a decision that ultimately you had to end up paying the price for. But that doesn't mean you need to continue to pay the price your entire life. And so I I really wanted that to kind of be the focus of today's episode. And you know, before we get to Intense, I guess I'll go ahead and stop it there Um, Like always, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I really would love to hear what you guys have to say Um, Please let me know How you guys uh, have liked the episode so far Um, Like I mentioned in the previous episode. I am still Still rooting for episodes to come out every Sunday Um, I know this week was a little bit late, but I'm really hoping to get onto that schedule next week so that when these episodes come out every Sunday, you guys can start to plan on that. Um, And feel free to let me know what you think. Um, Please rate this podcast five stars. Um, Feel free to like and share it as well with as many people as you would like to especially those who may need to hear some of these episodes um, and i would be more than more than grateful if you would go ahead and do that for me other than that guys i hope again you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to the next one you guys have a great rest of your day and or night depending on where you're located and we'll talk to you guys soon all right guys bye